Hello, this is Anvati from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 6th of June. Today, India rejected the statement by the General Secretariat of the Organization of Islamic Cooperation against the Indian government as being quote-unquote unwarranted and narrow-minded. The OIC is an intergovernmental organization which has 57 state members from predominantly Muslim nations. On Sunday, it had issued a statement condemning BJP spokesperson Nupur Sharma's alleged comments on Prophet Muhammad during a television debate. The statement called on Indian authorities to address instances of insult to the Prophet and take action against those who perpetrate violence against Muslims. The statement also mentioned the recent prohibition of hijab in educational institutions in certain states, demolition of Muslim properties and growing violence against them. In response, the Ministry of External Affairs released a statement which was shared by Ministry spokesperson Arindam Bakchi on Twitter. The statement said that the Government of India categorically rejected the OIC statement and went on to call it unwarranted and narrow-minded. The statement added that India respects all religions and that comments or tweets by certain individuals do not represent the government of India in any way. It called the OIC statement motivated, misleading and mischievous, urging the organization to stop pursuing a communal approach. Sharma's comments had sparked outrage in multiple Muslim-majority countries, including Qatar, Iran, Saudi Arabia and Afghanistan. The Indian embassy in Doha on early Sunday referred to the statement made by the former spokesperson as the views of fringe elements. On the same day, the BJP suspended Sharma and the party's Delhi media head Naveen Jindal. The latter had tweeted offensive remarks against the Prophet. Punjab police arrested another suspect in singer and Congress leader Sidhu Musewala's death last night from Fatehabad district, taking the total number of arrests to three, NDTV reported. Devendra alias Kala was arrested by Punjab police from Haryana's Fatehabad based on inputs from the interrogation of two other arrested suspects. The police had received inputs that Kala accommodated two suspected murderers, Keshav and Charanjit, in his house on May 16th and 17th. Times of India reported they were arrested by Moga police in connection with an old murder case, but their role was being investigated in the killing of Musewala as well. According to Hindustan Times, a total of eight sharpshooters have been identified by the police so far. Kala is suspected of providing the Bolero car used by the shooters. The police found CCTV footage from May 25th where the same Bolero, identified by the registration number plate, was travelling in Fatehabad areas, four days before the killing of Musewala. It is being said that it came to Punjab from the Budlada side. This is the same car that chased and ultimately stopped Sidhu's car on May 29th in Jawaharke village of Mansa district of Punjab. He was shot multiple times and declared dead on arrival at the local hospital. Eight people attacked the singer's car using AK-94 rifles. 30 empty shells were recovered from the scene. Though the cause of murder has not been announced officially, Punjab police have suspected it to be a case of inter-gang rivalry. On May 30th, Punjab DGP VK Bhavra told the media that Musewala's manager, Shaganpreet's name, had come up in the murder of Vicky Middukhera, a local Akali Dal leader last year. In a social media post put up by Goldie Brar, Musewala's murder appeared to be a revenge for the leader's death, NDTV had reported. Listeners, speaking of Siddhu Musewala, 
Let me tell you how he was more than just a singer for the people of his state. Locals say he built gymnasiums and stadiums for the people of his village. To them, he was a beacon of hope that someone from a small place like Mansa could become a global icon and achieve success. However, he has his critics as well. Those who condemn his fascination for guns and the use of violence in his music videos. Add to that rumors and gossip about gangs extorting money from musicians in the state. His killing brought to light many issues from the state, but mostly there is the collective grief and agony he left behind. My colleague Nidhi Suresh talked to the people in Mansa, his family, teachers, friends, and neighbors. Read her report titled "We Won't Grow Crops on This Field Anymore." in Musewala's village grief and caution on newslaundry.com to discover more about Musewala and the gang culture threatening the music industry there listeners if you like the work we do and want more in-depth investigations like this do consider subscribing to newslaundry remember that we are able to deliver these reports free from corporate or government influence only because we don't depend on them for ads our journalism is funded by you our subscribers So if you aren't already a part of our ad-free system subscribe by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the red subscription button at the top right corner subscription plans begin from rupees 300 a month pay to keep news free Today Maharashtra minister Nawab Malik applied for a one day bail to cast vote in the upcoming Rajya Sabha elections in the state on Friday Nawab is currently incarcerated in a money laundering case Maharashtra's former home minister Anil Deshmukh who is also in jail on money laundering charges had filed a similar application Malik in his plea claimed that he is an elected MLA and hence is duty bound to represent the residents of his constituency in electing a representative to the Rajya Sabha Times of India reported that the enforcement directorate officials have said they will be opposing the applications filed by the two However, a special judge appointed under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act and to deal with the cases related to the two MPs and MLAs said that the agency could file a reply to both the applications by June 7th and the hearing will take place on June 8th. The Rajya Sabha polls are scheduled for June 10th. Maharashtra will vote for 6 Rajya Sabha seats. The decision of whether they get bail or not will be impactful in the race for Rajya Sabha. Any candidate needs 42 votes to win a Rajya Sabha seat. Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre is reportedly set to schedule a series of meetings on Monday with smaller parties and independents. NDTV reported. The report added that Thakre's Shiv Sena, the Nationalist Congress Party and the Congress are expected to move all their MLAs to different hotels in Mumbai on Tuesday evening to protect their votes in the Rajya Sabha election. All the 55 MLAs of Shiv Sena 52 of NCP and 44 of Congress will be sequestered till the vote. Since the two NCP MLAs Anil Deshmukh and Minister Nawab Malik are currently in jail, so one seat is lying vacant. Thakre's alliance has the numbers to win 3 out of the 6 Rajya Sabha seats for which 288 MLAs will vote on Friday, NDTV reported. The BJP which had 106 members in the assembly can win two on its own but has fielded a third setting up a contest for the sixth seat the enforcement directorate today searched properties linked to the former delhi health minister satyendra jain including his home in the national capital as a part of the agency's investigation in a money laundering case pti reported jain was arrested by the agency a week ago 
The case is based on a CBI FIR lodged against the Aam Aadmi Party leader in 2017 under the Prevention of Corruption Act, where he was accused of having laundered money through four companies allegedly linked to him. He is to remain in custody till June 9th. The investigation agency has claimed that five firms, Akinchan Developers Private Limited, Indometal Impex Private Limited, Paryas Info Solutions Private Limited, Mangalyatan Projects Private Limited and JJ Ideal Estate Private Limited are shell companies controlled by Jane and his relatives, Scroll reported. The agency claimed that money routed through these companies was used for buying land or for repaying loans for buying agricultural land in and around Delhi. In April, the Enforcement Directorate had attached immovable property worth 4.81 crore allegedly belonging to the companies linked to Jane and his relatives. Meanwhile, Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal has claimed all these allegations against Jane as false and that the case was politically motivated. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson will face a confidence vote today that could end his tenure, CNN reported. Dozens of Conservative MPs have called on Johnson to step down or expressed anger at his leadership in recent weeks, prompting the vote. The Tory committee, responsible for organising the vote, will move on the issue shortly. A no-confidence vote will be triggered if 54 Tory MPs submit letters of no-confidence to the committee. So far, over 40 Conservative MPs have publicly called on Boris Johnson to step down. Additionally, Johnson was attacked with jeers and boos from the audiences and some muted cheers at events to celebrate the Platinum Jubilee of Queen Elizabeth in recent days, the Reuters reported. The outrage against the Prime Minister was sparked by a controversy known as Partygate. An investigation was launched after the BBC reported on alleged parties being held at the Prime Minister's residence. The investigation, led by the second permanent secretary in the Cabinet Office, Sue Gray, ended with a damaging report confirming parties held in his Downing Street office and residence when Britain was under strict COVID-19 lockdowns. Jesse Norman, a member of the parliament and former minister, has submitted a no-confidence letter to Boris Johnson, calling his response to the Partygate report as grotesque. The report listed fights and alcohol-induced vomiting at lockdown-breaking parties in Downing Street. Johnson and his government has urged lawmakers to move on from the past. Meanwhile, members of Boris Johnson's cabinet defended the Prime Minister on Monday. Rishi Sunak, the Chancellor who for several months was mooted as a potential successor to Johnson, said on Twitter that the Prime Minister has shown strong leadership that the country needs, CNN reported. Johnson's opponents need to have 180 votes to oust him as the Prime Minister. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.